Today we're taking a break from my series on commitment. Although this is related to commitment, if you can't manage all the stuff going on in your life, it's extremely hard to meet and honor your commitments. So today's talk is going to be a little more pragmatic and practical and a repeat. I don't know how many episodes I've done about being overwhelmed uh, and organizing things. And today, this past week, the past couple weeks, has just been another new iteration with maybe a few new wrinkles, a few new things I've discovered. And so I'm just going to walk through my whole process in the hopes that something I share here brings you more clarity, less overwhelm, a greater ability to honor the things that you're committed to. Also, as I've said before, it might work this week. It might have worked last week. It might not work next week. And I don't make that a problem. I continue to look at these productivity, practical hacks, tips and tricks, whatever you want to call it, as they have a shelf life. They last, they work for a while, then they don't. And I don't make that a problem either. It just, I just look for the next thing that can work and that can help me. So there's two components here. Task list and email. And you might have more. People, I know people do all kinds of, well, I would call it crazy stuff, but maybe it works for them. Uh, keeping things in Slack, uh, keeping things in like Apple Notes, text messages. Um, <laughs> I remember way back when uh, at Red Hat, someone wanted to store documents in Bugzilla, which was our bug tracking system, <laughs> like as a central place to find documents. We would attach them all to a bug. Unfortunately, we did not go down that path. So when it comes to task lists, I store things primarily in Trello. I also use 3x5 cards, occasionally post-it notes. Uh, other people use notebooks, legal pads. Does anyone ever? Does anyone even know what those are or use them? I used to live and die by those yellow things. Anyway, so two components, task list and email. Email. I use Gmail for I have a couple different accounts and it's kind of that's my email for now I also use it in combination with Thunderbird Thunderbird if you've never heard of it it's like Outlook it's like um, the standalone email programs of of yesteryear I've used it I think I started using it at Red Hat in 2004 and I've never stopped it's amazingly flexible and I use it in conjunction with Gmail. So here's my, my little setup. I use Thunderbird really kind of as a final repository. I don't keep stuff on Gmail forever. I know some people use it as a an infinite filing cabinet, and I just find that to be too overwhelming. So what I do is I have Thunderbird set up to download all of my email from Gmail using Pop. Um, for you less technical people. I can help you figure that out if, you, if you're trying to figure out what all this means and you really want to implement my little system here. So we have Gmail for the email that's coming in. Thunderbird accesses that Gmail and it takes the email from Gmail and stores it in Thunderbird locally on my computer. 
out of the cloud. I periodically go into Gmail and completely delete everything, including contacts. It's amazing the stuff that collects there over the years. When I was gone for three weeks on my solitude retreat last year, it was really nice to have a clean list of contacts there that were up to date. And then I used an auto reply to only reply to current contacts um, saying that I wasn't around. It was surprisingly, it was surprising back then too, how few emails I got while I was gone. So Thunderbird takes everything from Gmail, removes it from Gmail or deletes it from the main folder, saves it locally. Then I use Gmail like during the day just to see what's new. There's five or six emails there, maybe 10 or 15 at the most. Um, But it's always the latest and greatest, whatever. Again, I cannot navigate or imagine opening up Gmail and seeing that I had 9,000 unread messages. The other thing I like about Thunderbird is it has an off switch. You can put it in offline mode and go offline which means you're disconnected from the world, you're disconnected from the next barrage of newsletters and stuff that doesn't matter, mixed in with the occasional message that does matter. So I love downloading all my email from Thunderbird, uh, from Gmail, going offline in Thunderbird, and then reading, responding, and then sending later. Within Thunderbird, I try to keep the folder structure somewhat lean, I have one folder called follow-up and I drag anything into that folder that I think I might need later. It's surprising how infrequent I need it or go there and it's always there if I need it. For a while, I also had a read it later folder and unsurprising or maybe surprising, the amount of stuff that I dragged there that I never read. So if you are getting a bunch of newsletters that you just can't, just can't let yourself unsubscribe from, stick them all in a folder, set up a filter so they automatically go to that folder and then see if you care. I saw a hack on, uh, I think it was Recommendo a few years ago that set up a mail filter for the word unsubscribe. And what that did was that basically the filter's looking through the whole message for the word unsubscribe and if it sees it, it's probably a newsletter. And so they had a filter that filtered all the newsletters into one folder. I played with that for a while and then ended up unsubscribing from a bunch of stuff. The thing I'm playing with this week, I don't know if it's going to last, as part of my week of daily commitments, is inbox zero at least once during the day. That's it. I just have to reach zero once. I'm leaving maybe like one or two messages that need a little more soak time to think of a clear reply to. But other than that, it's empty. Now, it hasn't been this way. This is something, again, I'm trying out that seems to be working, and uh, I'll get into that in a little bit. Now, for task management, I'm primarily relying on Trello and occasionally 3x5 cards. I cannot say enough about a pile, a huge pile of 3x5 cards and a Sharpie. It's the best $5 you'll ever spend, and it's a super cheap way to get unoverwhelmed. They're also highly versatile, I love them much better than post-its. They don't stick to everything. It's easy to move them around. And they're collapsible. So you can spread a whole bunch of 3x5 cards out with tasks on them and then just collapse them into a pile and put them out of the way. 
and not have to look at an overwhelming pile of things to do. So the genesis of my current level or my current past level of overwhelm was any number of things that were just flying in and piling up from everywhere, uh, doing some tax planning for next year, healthcare decisions to make. My wife was going out of town and will be unavailable. So there were a bunch of things that we needed to get squared away before she left. Um, some house repairs and updates. We're getting quotes and doing stuff there. There's new people to meet with. Uh, there's admin things coming in from my business, clients. So it was kind of in Trello. It was on three by five cards. And worst of all, it was an email. So I took advantage of the change in daylight savings time, which I can't wait for it to go away. Although I'm not sure it will. Kind of thinking I'd like it if I did, but then I read all these articles that say people people really don't like it after all. Anyway, we'll see. Anyway, I took a I took advantage of quote falling back, and sat down first thing on Monday. I didn't I had purposely not had meetings in the morning on Monday, and here's what I did, and here's how I got on top of all of this stuff. First of all, as tedious and painful as it was, and it took a few settings, although. I find that doing this stuff absolute first thing in the morning, I bring my best clarity, energy, focus, willpower, whatever you want to call to it. So I went through my email. I, If it was a newsletter and I probably wasn't going to read it, I just deleted it. If it wasn't something that probably had anything interesting in it, I deleted it. The one email that I never delete, the newsletter, is Recommendo. There's always something fascinating and interesting there that I find useful. So I had four or five weeks of those to read. And I went back, I went through them. What I do with those as well is if it looks interesting, I bookmark it. I use a a bookmarking system called Pinboard and there's a few others. And so the idea with all this triage stuff is can I quickly deal with it in a way that I can find it later? As I went through my email, anything that was a task, I sent to Trello. There's a feature in Trello where you can you can send an email to your board and it will create a card. And there's a unique email for each board, each Trello board, and you can look that up. So what I did was I created an address entry in Thunderbird called Trello for this long, huge email address that you would never remember that can never remember. And anything as I'm going through my email that's a task, in other words, I need it, it requires an action or something for me to do. Or maybe I want to save it for later to look at it like it's an interesting article on, you know, how to redo my website or whatever. I just forward that email to this Trello address alias and it ends up my Trello board. If you're taking the three by five card approach because you don't use Trello, I would just create three by five cards for each of those things. And yes, it could end up being a pretty giant pile of cards and it's totally okay. So after getting everything out of email, like inbox zero mostly (laughs) Uh, a bunch of stuff went to the follow-up folder that i'll probably never look at everything else got forwarded to trello or deleted so here's what's going on in trello here are my columns and if you're familiar with kanban agile scrum that's where i stole it from so i'm going to work from the present backwards so i have one column that says today i have another column that says this week I have another column that says next week, 
And then I have a column that says backlog. Backlog is, again, stealing from Scrum, um, but backlog is essentially a huge list. I think there's probably like 500 cards there of things that eventually I want to do, want to look at, need to happen. I also like the feature in Trello where you can give things a due date and set a notification. So if these things that are in the backlog need to be done, like there's a deadline or I need a reminder, I set a due date on the card and I have Trello set up to email me anytime a due date is reached, an alert. So there were a bunch of those emails in my inbox too. And I was able to go through those and see if there were any that were important. And there were maybe one or two. And so then that took me to the Trello board to then find the card and either change the due date to come look at it again or drag it into one of these more current columns that will get some examination. Then I did a sweep. So there's this really cool feature in Trello where you can, there's like three little dots at the top of a column. You can move all the cards in that column to any other column. So I did the sweep and I moved every single card from every, so the card stayed in the backlog. I moved all the other cards that were spread all over the place that who knows how long it had been collecting this way. I moved all of the cards into the next week column. Then, so now I've got super clean. I've got today has nothing under it. This week has nothing under it. All I have is everything in next week. By the way, I didn't do all this in one setting. I find it just, you know, first thing in the day though, and then coming back to it two or three more times where I had focus blocks of time, 30 minutes, 45 ideal. I really was able to get rid of the overwhelm and bring some sanity in. So then I went through the next week column Anything that wasn't going to happen next week or didn't have a decent probability of needing to happen next week, I dragged into the backlog column. If it needed to happen this week, it went into that column. And if I was absolutely going to do it today, I put it in the today column. Here's where the benefit of a huge monitor helps. I have an old 27-inch iMac that I used to use for podcast production that I've been using more than I have in the past. Anyway, I had the presence of mind to open my Trello board on this 27-inch screen last night. Well, now that things were in the different columns, they needed to be prioritized. And as I started to go through the columns, I found duplicates, and that was fine, so I got rid of those. But as I started to look at all these things, I started to see some patterns. By the way, I've never seen patterns when I'm under pressure or I'm in a rush or I'm like, pushing myself just to be done. There's something that happens by just being with it and not being in a hurry. Anyway, what came to me is I looked at all these things spread between, by the way, I do leave things in the next week column. If I think they're, it's not a, <laughs> it, it's not a perfect system, but it works good enough. Anyway, as I looked at all these cards, what I saw was I had cards tended to fall in either admin, need to make a phone call, need to research some more, or places and errands. So I created two more columns. I don't know how long they're going to live here, but they got them now. So we have admin, yeah, admin, and then places and errands. And then within those columns, I can prioritize those things. So getting the screen on my phone fixed, higher priority than dropping things off at Goodwill. That could happen tomorrow, 
or three months from now. It doesn't matter. Same with the you know grocery store. Higher priority than dropping off a birthday gift that isn't for another couple of weeks. The other thing to play with too as you're looking at these cards is making sure that the card is an actual task and not a project. And task as in I can 100% get this done versus I'm going to have to come back to this card six times before it's done. If it's something like that, then you have a project, not a task. I think that might be stealing from getting things done the process that I don't totally recommend. There are good parts of it, but I read the book a long time ago and then everyone was, it was when the book came out and everyone was implementing it and I read it and was like, mm, I don't think I'm going to do this daily, this weekly review and all this other stuff. Anyway, task versus project. So going skiing is a project. Buying a snow park pass, that's a task. Getting new ski goggles is a task. Putting gas in the car is a task. And that's what I started to see as I'm as I was laying all these things out as things that needed to happen, they were actually places and errands versus things that I could sit at my desk and do. And that's why I created a special column for them. And eventually the admin things and the places and errands will just I'll just drag those to the today column and then do them. Now, I'm not, I don't take as religious a uh, approach to Trello as I do to my weekly commitment matrix. That might need some looking at. I don't know. Anyway, so so that's how Trello is working. On a good day or a week, I would come in here fairly frequently. What I have found is a hybrid. So using Trello as the place where everything is stored permanently and then creating three by five cards for the things that I'm just going to do today. Because then I can carry those around, I can see them on my desk, and I can just throw them away when they're done. Speaking of three by five cards, if you don't use Trello and you want to go with a more physical process, here's how I'd take a similar approach. So as you're getting everything out of email, if it's a task, create a three by five card for it. You cannot have too many three by five cards. <laughs> um, so you've created a card for every task not a project. So using the same thing I was just saying about Trello. And don't cheat and skip on the Sharpie. I have never found anything that works better. That thick black ink, it prohibits you from putting too much information on a card. Uh, if you want colors, you know, get the fun color pack. Um, that can make it more fun. But I cannot say enough about the Sharpie and 3x5 cards. Anyway, once you've got all these tasks, you've made a separate card for each task. Spread them all out on a table or a big flat surface and look for natural groupings. There's no wrong way to do this. Every time I've done it, I maybe do it a slightly different way. This can also be a really great exercise if your partner's up for it. My wife does not like Trello at all. At all, at all. <laughs> she loves cards. So that's what we do. And if we are in a combined state of overwhelm with, oh my gosh, there's so much to do. Where should we start? We will often do this together. She'll create a pile of cards. I'll create a pile of cards. We'll throw them all out on the table and then we sort and group and prioritize them to see what we want to focus on, what we want to do. Again, there's no wrong way to do this. It will just kind of come to you as you move them around. But sometimes the hardest part of this is just getting started. So if you're working from cards, 
pick certain cards that you have 100% confidence that you will do the card today. And if you can't do the whole card, like I say, break it down into smaller cards. And then you're good. So this works too. Like if you have a basement or a family room area or a table that's not being used or maybe a bar downstairs in a basement to just lay them all out and leave them there. There's something about leaving them out, coming back and looking at them, leaving, coming back that can also just somehow bring clarity too. And if it gets too overwhelming, just collapse the whole pile. Just put them into one big pile and come back to them when you're ready. As you think of new things, which you will, just create a new card and throw it back on the table. Same with Trello. I will do this. Um, I have Trello on my phone, my iPad. I will, if I'm out somewhere and I think of something, I'll just create a new card, you know, do whatever. Or if it happened to be my email, I'll just create a quick email, email it to the board. And then I know that it's been captured and I can forget about it and not worry about trying to remember it. So that's how I got unoverwhelmed yesterday. No guarantee it will stick. That's okay. So if you are in a similar situation, quandary, I don't know, your system's not working, you found something useful here you want to throw around with me, always open for a conversation. I love meeting new people. As I told someone or told several people recently, I've never met two people that are the same. I've coached over, I don't know, 310, 320 people now. And I have never met a person where I'm like, oh yeah, they are just like this other person. Now, do we coach around similar themes? Yeah, that's not that unusual. However, I have never met two people that are the same. And I guess the more I do this, the more I'm just, I enjoy the process of just meeting someone for the first time and just like who's going to show up on the screen and who's going to be there and um, what is their unique challenge and what are they up to? So you can reach me at podcast at johnpolster.com. You can also go to my website and there's a couple of different email aliases there as well to reach me at the bottom of the page. 